0: You know, that person, when you started your entrepreneurial journey, they are like they would say to you, man, good luck, you know, or they'd be like, you know, I-, I hope it all goes well. You know, those people are scared internally and they're trying to project that onto you. So if you're starting something new, whether it's 75 hard or a diet or, or a business venture, the people around you are going to project their own feelings onto you. And they are going to also project self-limiting beliefs that they have from themselves to you. The the chirping in your ear will start to consume your brain. And then that threat that your brain perceives will start to give it power. And then you start to give it more power. And if you don't talk about it, if you don't express it, if you don't actually figure out what the real reason uh, behind all this is, it's going to lead you down a, a negative path, right? My
1: business 3 years ago, I, you know, shortly after that I had certain people, let's call it family members, friends, whoever who did the whole like good luck, you know, and mm-hmm. you're not going to go anywhere, you're not going to be able to hack it, you're not gonna be able to make it. All this negative talk. And I could have just digested that and been like and mm-hmm. and part of the first year of my business was me applying for jobs because part of that talk got to me right and then after yep. that first year i said you know like f them <laughs> you're listening to the focus on customer experience podcast. Podcast. podcast benjamin del grosso gives you the ins and outs of one of the most underlooked aspects in business today improve your customer service and watch your business skyrocket Two, one. Here's your host, Benjamin Del Grosso. Hello and welcome to the show. Today we have Jesse Jacobs. He has five free-form health facilities or offices. They're about to open their sixth. We're going to talk today about becoming superhuman. And the main focus is going to be on three components. Thoughts, trauma, and toxins. So, Jesse. Welcome to the show. Ben, thank you for having me. So give us a little, just a little quick, like one minute story of kind of how you got to where you are today.
0: Yeah, to make this as short as possible, I was uh, studying to become a medical doctor, uh, a DO specifically out in the States, and I wanted to do knee surgeries. I was a college athlete, Division One, blew my knee out, went through that whole rehab process, loved it. Wanted to serve others, wanted to help people. Uh, My senior year of pre-med, I was shadowing a bunch of orthopedic surgeons and realized I could not be in the fluorescent medical facility, the sterile feeling. I just, there was a a gut innate feeling that I couldn't do that. And so I immediately pivoted, started looking at uh, different therapies, physical therapy, Chiropractic. I was even looking at uh, being an attorney because I just knew I needed more education. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And uh, I fell into the chiropractic world because of the education and because of the entrepreneurship, being your own boss, educating people on what true health is. And because the definition of doctor is teacher. So I, I jumped into chiropractic school. Um, and then fast forward to now, 10 years after chiropractic school, we have five offices open and we have amazing crew, uh, culture. We're all about helping people live free. And that means living free of limitations, of medications, of surgery, and really having the healthcare independence and not being dependent on drugs, uh, injection, surgery. And, and that's what we're all about.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like we were talking about off camera, a lot of people... know want to talk about you know mental health or or these types of things they seem to be the big hot topic everyone likes to bring up but we wanted to talk about becoming superhuman so what does that mean to you
0: yeah that's a great question i think we're all functioning at maybe 40 to 50 percent of our potential and i think that's actually pretty conservative estimate Uh, i feel like people aren't tapping into their brain the way they should. I don't feel like physically. I mean, it's been shown that most people can't do a push-up or can't do a pull-up. Most American men, let's just say, okay, um, that's physical. Uh, Most people don't think a certain way. They don't think on their own. They want to be told what to do. They they, They want their decisions made for them, right? So mentally, they don't have control. Chemically, it's been shown if you look at the diabetes rates, the cancer rates, the overdose rates, we don't have control of what chemically we're putting in our body, right? So there's all these different components of health. Most people think of health as, you know, one thing, oh, it's your body. No, it's it's actually your mindset, your heart set, and then your handset. And so that's where I go into the health of your mental state, which is your thoughts. Then you got what you're putting in your body, which is your toxins, as well as physically the traumas that you're going through on a daily basis.
1: Nice. So when we talk about uh, you have thoughts, trauma and toxins, could mm-hmm. you maybe dive a little bit more deeper into that?
0: Yeah, so like let's start with mindset, right? When it comes to mindset, we are pretty much the average of what we think about every day. So about by the time of 35 years old, 95% of us is a memorized set of actions, behaviors, and beliefs. So you know how you can drive home from work and you get to your driveway and you're like, how the hell did I get here? It's That is just this constant routine. Your, your brain does not want change. Your brain wants to do the same thing over and over again because we all want to be comfortable. And what I tell my team and what I tell my doctors and what we tell our patients is when you're uncomfortable, that is good. What I tell my kids, I got four beautiful children, uh, a couple of athletes, they play sports in, in in high levels. When they're uncomfortable, I tell them that's good. That you're you're growing. But again, mindset wise, we like to stay in a comfortable state. And and then we also like to go in defense. Naturally, we're going to be going into defense more. So like when COVID happened, we saw a lot of entrepreneurs that went into defense. They consolidated. They they started to shut down. They went. They didn't want to lose more. Whereas what we did, we opened. Three offices during COVID. And in that allowed our brand to expand because we knew we had a mission to serve and help people and we had to educate people. So, you know, a few things that you can do immediately with mindset. uh, One of our mentors, Ed Milet, says, right, in order to change your physiology or your psychology, you need to change physiology. So they are all connected. So, mindset wise, if you're going to expect to think different, you need to start to move different. So I'm a huge believer that you need to start a routine, a morning ritual, you need to do something. It doesn't mean that you have to run in the morning. It doesn't mean you have to lift weights. You need a routine to almost prime your brain and get ready for the day. I also am a firm believer that if you need help, if you need someone to help with your mindset, uh, you can take, as we talked about, nootropics, right? Neurotropics are things that are going to help your cognitive ability. So what are you doing when you wake up? First thing you should probably do is drink some water. You need to hydrate. Most of us are dehydrated. So that's actually getting into a little bit of the chemical side, but that is going to help your mindset. So it's they're all tied into one another. The one thing I would say when, when it comes to mindset for most people, in order to think differently, you got to be around different people. So if you're around the same people, you're going to get the same results. If you're doing the same ritual and the same routine, you're going to get the same results. So you got to change it up. You got to get uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, we were talking about that off off camera, too, about how like a lot of people will have caffeine at certain parts of the day because they want to be more aware. And, you know, you were asking, like, did I have caffeine? And I was like, well, you know, just had just had a latte. Right. You know, same here. But I mean, I just, it's just like that habit where I always have one in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and I try not to have another one throughout the day, but it does make you kind of think. And the other thing that I thought was really interesting, I don't smoke and we don't have no smokers in the family or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But you said a lot of times people smoke cigarettes or have nicotine because like if they're like stressed out or whatever, they have that to bring that level down and they have built it up to the point of where now they're dependent on it. Correct. Right. Instead of looking at getting something, uh, what is natural, like nootropics, right. Mm -hmm. That will actually help them out instead of, uh, spending money on something that is also technically maybe, uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but polluting Mm -hmm. your body. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. So you build a dependency. Now, I will say mentally, though, most people are building dependencies on things that are not something you're putting in your body. Like some people are dependent on when they get home, they turn on Netflix or they get on their phone and they start scrolling. Right. It's it's metabolically it's the dopamine hits that are coming into our body. That, that's our feel good hormone. And I'm not going to sit here and say I'm an absolute expert on nootropics, or I I do have a lot of degrees that are all on health and wellness, nutrition, neuropathy, chiropractic, overall holistic approach. But I'll say people just get into ruts. And they also, one thing I want to talk about, Ben, is, and we didn't talk about this earlier before we got on this, people listen to the chirps. There's a lot of Chirping in people's ears when they start something new, and I want to address this because I've seen it in my own offices with my own team, as well as with friends and family. You know that person when you started your entrepreneurial journey; they're like they would say to you, "Man, good luck," you know, or they'd be like, "You know, "I, I hope it all goes well." You know, those people are scared internally, and they're trying to project that onto you. So if you're starting something new, whether it's 75 hard or a diet or or a business venture, the people around you are going to project their own feelings onto you. And they are going to also project self-limiting beliefs that they have from themselves to you. So like I've had employees that have had wives that are projecting their self-limiting beliefs on the doctors. And so the doctors feel like they're, they're not in the right place because they're not you know, doing this or getting paid this, or they start looking at their friends and then they start to compare themselves to others. So the chirping in your ear, if you don't talk about it with someone that might be at a higher level of income or a higher level of success or whatever it might be, the the chirping in your ear will start to consume your brain. And then that threat that your brain perceives will start to give it power. And then you start to give it more power. And if you don't talk about it, if you don't express it, if you don't, actually figure out what the real reason uh, behind all this is it's gonna lead you down a, a negative path right so um just recently i had one of my team members one of their spouses said something to them and they said it months ago and that has been given it's been brewing in their brain for for months and so by the time i get to sit down and talk with her about it it's already developed into a belief and so really you got to change your belief. The belief system that I change for my my patients, for example, a lot of patients come into our office in the medical model. They feel that drugs, surgery, injections are the only approach to health. And what I have to do as a holistic doctor is I have to change their belief system before I can really present to them what we're doing and how we're going to fix them without that.
1: So I want to kind of dial into a few things here. So I actually, when I started my business three years ago, I, you know, shortly after that, I had certain people, let's call it family members, friends, whoever, who did the whole, like, good luck, you know, and Mm -hmm. you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to be able to hack it. You're not going to be able to make it all this negative talk. And I could have just digested that and been like, Oh, you know what? I'm just going to quit. And, mm-hmm. and part of the first year of my business was me applying for jobs because part of that talk got to me, right? And then after yeah. that first year, I said, you know, like, F them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking to them anymore. I don't care who they are. I don't care what relation they are. I don't care what friend they are. I don't care if we've had 20 years of friendship. I don't need this in my life when I'm trying to build. right? Mm-hmm. And so what I started doing is just I just cut them out. Right? And a lot of those people have come back and talked to me and like, wow, oh, okay, <clears> you, <throat> you know, you you're doing well now. Okay, yeah. you you've proven that you could do it. But because that negative talk was coming in and I was allowing that to come in, it was making me want to, I need to go apply for a job because maybe Mm -hmm. I can't do this. Maybe this will just be like a hobby. Maybe this will, you know, so you need to make sure that you don't have that stuff come in because if you, if you do, then you're going to have all that negative self-doubt, that Mm self-talk going into yourself. So, you know, like I said, I cut them out. I started focusing on what I wanted, where I wanted to go. And once I started realizing that I couldn't let that negative energy in, and started mm-hmm. focusing on where I wanted to go and that my wife had full support and believing in me because I think that's mm-hmm. also a big thing. Your oh, wife, yeah. husband, Huge. whoever should, if they're supportive and believe in you, that should be more important than anything else. Like to me, that, that should matter. Yeah. If my wife didn't believe in me, then that's like, yeah. that's a whole different conversation, right?
0: Yeah, Ben, just to piggyback on that, because this is super irrelevant to mental health you don't need support you need belief right like my wife she believes in me i know that because without her when we seven years ago applied for eight business loans and got denied completely uh, we had no choice because i already signed the lease i already put all of our savings into the first month's rent as well as the 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 deposit right so we had nothing in our in our bank account no bank would give me a loan we were obligated i we had no option and and that that bitch voice creeps Zero in, options right?
1: mentality.
0: Zero options. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I told her we got this. She fully believed in me. We were renting a house. I was staying at my parents' house for a while. It was, you know, I was a doctor, 27, 28 years old with one child and my pregnant wife. And we were going into this endeavor with zero options. I had to make profit month one because I had no reserves, right? And that's belief that she had, she could have supported me and said, Oh, I support you, babe. But it was the belief that she had in me that I knew I needed to do whatever it took. And she fully believed in me to give me power. Now, one thing I would like to say is those people who chirp in your ear or say good luck or, Hey, you're not going to hack it, whatever it might be. I use that as a dark side force for me and, and, and just because you're going to have it there's no way you could cut them all out it's going to happen as a chiropractor people will call me a quack i use that as power and and you don't want to use the dark side fully tim grover talks about it in his amazing book relentless uh kobe bryant mj michael jordan the goat you know if you've ever watched the last dance you know michael jordan would make stuff up in his head great show great show It's one of my favorite documentaries ever, and it's because it shows the mindset of an absolute alpha badass, someone who's competitive. They're going to use the dark side, and sometimes they have to manufacture that dark side, and that's just kind of how I am. With I, I'm the youngest of four. All of my family are federal agents. They wanted me to go down that path, and I went a completely different path. And so my family, I love them to death, and they love me to death. But they have a they had a fixed mindset. They were like, Jesse, you, you what is this business thing you're trying to do? Why don't you just go work for the government? Jesse, I, I think you're risking it. You got a family, you got kids. And I had the zero options mentality and I used that as energy to prove to them, hey, I could do this. And it took me a year or two to finally get some belief in my family. And now, you know we have somewhat of an empire out here. We're starting to really make an impact on the community. and now my parents are like, Finally not stressing. You know, your your parents, they they worry about you no matter how old you are. And so uh having that belief in my with from my parents also gave me a lot of power too.
1: So I I had somebody say something. So to give you a little bit of context, so um I do live with my parents, like my wife That's and cool. I and kids. We have a big house, we poured a whole bunch of money yeah. into the basement. And I had this friend of mine say to me, Oh, you can only do this. Because you live with your parents. And, and I, I said to him, I think you got it all wrong. He's like, what do you mean? He goes, he goes you, you think that I'm doing this only because I live here and because I'm somewhat comfortable. I said, the difference between what I'm doing now and what I would have to do if we didn't live here is I'd be working a night job. That is the only difference. I would still be on the road to doing what I'm doing like we're still paying rent and stuff like that right yeah. but but he's like oh so you would work a night job yeah I'm, I wouldn't just be working for somebody like and he goes yeah. well he goes I don't understand he goes I don't understand I go I can't work for anyone anymore I cannot work for anyone anymore I need to be in control of the culture mm-hmm. and my journey and I said and I've come to that condition that if this business doesn't work for whatever reason guess what time to rebuild and start another one
0: but ben so so your mindset what happened with your brain three years ago was the pain was so so this is getting back i know we're diving into the the mindset the mental side a lot but this is it's mindset we have to address significantly because i do feel like mindset is about 95 percent of it um the, the physical and the chemical are huge components and they're only but it's all dependent on the mindset. You, people are going to either go towards the pain of discipline or the pain of regret, right? They're going to go pain of discomfort avoiding that discomfort or they're going to go towards that comfort, right? Me and you both know this. Your pain level was so high in your previous job that you said I had to make a decision to move in a different direction and I had to open my own show, right? I had to open my own shop. That's what happens with people in their health. Unfortunately, right now, with medications, masking the problem, injections and surgery doing the quick fixes, they are almost numb to the discomfort. So they keep chasing the comfort, and eventually it gets to a point where we can't help them because it's too far gone. So if if we were actually chasing the discomfort, if we were going for the pain of discipline and you were eating healthy, thinking healthy, moving, moving healthy, that is not easy. That's the hard route. We wouldn't be in the health crisis we are in, in the world, because people are, are not like you moved from the pain of your previous job to your own spot. It was the same thing for me. I could not work for someone. I had to do my own thing because that pain was so miserable going into another person's office, knowing I wouldn't run it this way. So it's the same thing for health. The pain has to get big enough to where you're like, man, I don't like what I see in the mirror. I don't like how I feel. I don't like how I perform. I don't like how I perform in the bedroom. I don't like how I'm parenting. You have to have a pain high enough to make a change. And and if people don't make the change, Ben, it's because the pain is not high enough or they're numbing themselves with other distractions or routines that are chasing more
1: comfort yeah you know and and i get a lot of people who say like must be nice to do 75 hard it's probably because probably because you live with your parents you have all this extra time it's like do you even really understand how hard it is to do 75 hard like now that my business it's gotten busy again like it's gotten really busy again yeah now i'm like I'm like trying to readjust my schedule to even get a workout in. And now I feel like I have that bitch voice again of like, Mm -hmm. I can't do a workout. And I feel like, you know, like I told you, I only did a 20 minute workout and I felt like so guilty only doing the 20 minutes worth of work yesterday. Like I felt those are, you know, those
0: same, those same people, Ben are the ones that said must be nice. That's, that's the good luck. Or those are the people who come to you and say you've changed. You know, I've had people come to me and be like, oh, you've changed. And I'm like, well, that's the fucking point. The point is to change and grow and get better. So it's one of those areas where the mental side, you're always going to have the bitch voice. You're always going to have distractions. And those people who don't that, that say must be nice for 75 hard. It's because them deep down internally know they can't do it. So they don't want you to do it because it makes them feel less than you, which is no one's less than, it's just you have a different mindset. You have, you have built that mental fortitude and you have been depositing in your brain all of these things and these routines and these rituals to get there. They just haven't started. And that's really one of our goals at Freeform is to teach people, hey, there is a process to this, but you have to get started. That is the first step. And every single day after this, it's going to get easier. That first step if they're
1: in our office that's the hardest thing nice whoa i think something's going on here um anyways <laughs> no i'm i'm good you can see me right yep we're good oh, okay i think the power went out here or something anyways oh really we're all good i got backup generators or stuff <laughs> cool me too i love that <laughs> anyways um no this is i know we're coming to the end of our time so do you have any I mean, this is a great yeah. conversation. We definitely merged let, in a couple of different directions. So, yeah, let, let
0: me let me talk just quickly about the the physical and chemical side of health, just because we just dove deep into the mental side, which becoming superhuman is really more about the mental side. It's 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 actually thinking, like visualizing yourself as that person you want to become. Um, so, the physical side, you know, what kind of stress are you putting on your body? One of the things that I wanted to address is the texting the computer work because especially with covid more people working at home computers and technology going up and up in usage i would really stress to people that you need to focus on your posture your posture is a window into your spine a window into your health so most people are suffering with neck pain headaches upper back pain lower back pain and the reason that is is because the pain is a symptom that is translating to your brain it's trying to tell you Hey, there's a problem here so we got to listen to our body a little bit better your car engine when the check engine light comes on that's obviously an indication of a dysfunction of your car it's the same thing for your body when but what do we do again we ignore it we push it to the side we take the advil we get the injections we take whatever we pop the pill and we go on because we're tough we got to get done what we got to get done so one thing i would highly recommend is if you are experiencing symptoms that's usually an indication that the problem's been there longer than you think. Usually your body is strong enough to fight off whatever symptoms until it gets to a certain point. So you really want to make sure you're getting to a good doctor that knows his stuff, her stuff, takes digital x-rays so they know what they're working with. Physically, we are bipeds, the only animal on earth that walks on two feet. So gravity, if, if we were meant to be sitting and laying down, God would have given us four legs, right? We would be laying down with four legs, but we have two for a reason. We're supposed to be upright. So with that being said, make sure you're focusing on your posture, getting to a good holistic office, a good chiropractor to focus on the physical components of your health because that is more structure, keeping you upright. And then the last part is chemically. I could do a five-hour lecture on chemical uh, problems that what we're putting in our body most people don't understand that the sugar intake is increasing inflammation. Really the biggest enemy of what we put in our mouth is sugar. Sugar is not meant to be consumed at the rate it's being consumed. If I wanna, if, if, if you wanna get diabetes, go to the National Diabetic Organization online and you'll see exactly the diet that will give you diabetes. They tell you on the to prevent diabetes on the National Diabetic website, it'll give you the, the blueprint to give you diabetes. The key here is that you need good protein intake. You need good fat intake. You need to drink more water as you just did, right? We need to be hydrated because most people are confusing their ghrelin hor- hormone. That ghrelin hormone is the, the hunger hormone. That'll tell you if you're hungry or not. They are confusing hunger for thirst. Most people are dehydrated and they want to eat instead of drink. And so that's that ghrelin hormone, what I call the gremlin, the gremlin comes and says, I'm hangry. I need to eat, which actually you have enough fat stores. So one thing I would really challenge people to do is intermittent fast. I'm not saying that you have to take this on for life, but we are hunters, hunters and gatherers. Ben, we are meant to hunt our food, sometimes have a big meal, And then we might not eat for a day or two, or we would gather food and we would eat a little bit of plant-based foods along the way. But most people, they have eight to 10 meals and they're big and they have a lot of sugar in them. So what happens? Your body says, I got all this excess sugar. I'm going to, I'm going to store it as fat because I'm going to need it later. And you never end up using it for later. So intermittent fasting is free. It's simple. You go 16 hours without eating you go eight hour hour window. And I'm not sitting here telling you how to do it because you have to do your own research. But what I would highly recommend is getting to an intermittent fasting mode because then your body will start to burn off fat. You don't have to change your diet. You don't have to change your workouts. You will lose weight if you do intermittent fasting, just living life and burning calories naturally. I do alternate day fasting. So like I'll go 24 hours without a meal. And that's also to, to test my mental fortitude. Like, can my mind overcome my body? My body is telling me I'm hungry, but can I push through in a safe way to get to 24 hours so I can actually challenge my body and my brain? So there's, we could discuss that on a different time that deep dive into that because each one of these different ones, the mindset, heart set, and handset, these really require quite a bit of time on each
1: oh that's awesome That oh, this is great i mean i appreciate you coming on today i think we yeah, man. definitely talked about some stuff that's definitely going to make people think that's for sure cool that's the point so and how, how do people get a hold of you if they want to connect with you or have questions for you yeah my
0: so i'm all my handles on uh social media is dr jesse jacobs d-r-j-e-s-s-e jacobs um i have my own website that you can Uh, consult with me if you're interested. I I coach a lot of chiropractors. I have my own mastermind for holistic doctors. So um, if you ever want to reach out and you have a question, reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, uh, all the the social media platforms. And I'd love to help in any way. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to serve, empower, educate, um, and help you live free.
1: Awesome. Thanks for coming on. This was awesome. Hey
0: Ben, Thank you, brother. I appreciate you.